Yo, what's going on, everybody? It is 1.02 p.m. here in Chicago, Illinois. Sorry, I'm running a little bit late, but it is time for another live stream. Today's Monday, April 4th, 2022. And because it is a Monday, it's time for the Monday mukbang. Today, I'm going to try something that I've been seeing at the grocery store like frequently, and I've been meaning to try it out. And today, I think, is finally the perfect day. It is a plant-based instant food, which I'm kind of uh, really up for the convenience factor of it called Wicked Foods. I don't know if you've ever tried any of these before, guys. But this is what it is. Oh, that's my phone ringing. Hold on. Sorry about that, guys. Um, so it's Wicked Foods. This is Spicy Smoky Dreamy Mac. I've also got a late night rice noodles and punch and potatoes with chili, with beans, chili mac. So sounds pretty good. I'm going to get all you do is you add boiling water. It's like cup of noodles. You add boiling water to it, wait for a couple minutes, and then you eat. So we'll get that started in just a second. Here, we got some boiling water right on the side. Before we do that, let's say hi to everyone listening on the podcast, on the audio-only version. Hopefully, you guys are doing well. Maybe you've got a little recovery run going on today. Hopefully, it's a nice one. Or maybe you got a workout. Probably not going to be listening to this on the workout. Maybe on the cool down. Maybe on the warm-up. But either way, hopefully, you're having a good run. And everyone watching this on YouTube after the fact, that means you guys got time to grab a snack too and join in on the Monday mukbang, get something to eat. Cause you know, people usually get hungry when they watch these. That's kind of how things go. All right, let's uh, say hi to everyone here in the chat. We've got uh, Frank. All right, let me adjust this. It looks a little dark today. All right, we got Frank in here says, does it feel like they are specifically marketing this stuff to potheads? <laughs> I think with some of the language, maybe they are like, like vegan potheads, maybe. I'm not sure. So like they have, so there's, I feel like there's three categories from what I've seen at the grocery store with this stuff. This is stuff that I bought myself, by the way. Um, there's this stuff, which is kind of like, you know, like super quick, fast food, like convenience food, um, savory stuff. Some of it has, I mean, spicy, smoky, dreamy Mac, late night rice noodles, beans and chili mac you know maybe it's it's targeting that but i just think it's i think it's you know they're finally reason there's a lot of people that are wanting convenience foods that are plant-based so i'm all for it i had i've been eating the huel remember we, we did that on the monday, monday mukbang a little while ago and i've been actually the more i ate it the more i didn't think it was weird and the mac and cheese flavor even though that was vegan mac and cheese i, I really like so i think that's mainly what's going on but they have two other categories. They have breakfast foods. They call them porridges, but as far as I can tell, they're just oatmeal. And then the third category is kind of like they have these like kind of instant simmer sauces and you put them over either vegetables or tofu, the Asian flavored ones you put over noodles. So like there's kind of like three categories of stuff. I think it's mainly convenience food, but like something like what well, like punch and potatoes and beans, chili mac, like that's, I don't know who that, I, I feel like they're like, let's find a way to make this more exciting like and truly amazeballs like i'm I, I mean the copy leaves much to be desired i feel like this is like uh this is like packaging from like 2005 but you know we'll see how we'll see how it tastes all right we got runner will in here we've got clocker t hey we got here early and um luis Becerra's here as well says yo what's going on gotta say kofuzi you really need to see an iron man the ocean side event i only watched the half but man, it was fire. Highly recommended. Yeah, I do think I need to, I would like to go like watch people that are very good at triathlon. I mean, I've seen, I see, I watch a lot of videos on YouTube 
that's like my main way of experiencing triathlon other than the one that I tried to do myself, but maybe like seeing it in person. I think if I wanted to see one, I would want to see a super league because it's just like so much, it's like ADD with triathlon as like the focus. So it's just like so much happening. So I think that would be kind of fun to watch, even though I wouldn't understand like the rules, but maybe that's what I got to do. I don't know. Uh, I am Hat Pedro says, good afternoon, everyone. Congrats on the race co. Yeah, I'm going to ring the PB, the, the uh, PB bell for myself on that one because that race, I ran the Cherry Blossom 10 mile over the weekend, um, was a 10 mile PB for me or PR. Now, the last 10 mile race that I'd run, uh, and thank you, Hat Pedro, um, the last 10 mile race that I'd run, I think, was the Soldier Field 10 mile. Uh, and I got to say, the 10 mile race is a very fun distance to run. Um, I may like it more than the half marathon, but the half marathon just kind of, I don't know. I like, I like the half, but, um, the last one I ran, I think was maybe 2018 or so. So it's been quite a few years. And I think that that time was 71 minutes. So, you know, coming in at 64 and change mid 64s was a big surprise. I, I was thinking, you know, 65 on a great day. That'd be like the A goal. If I get out there and I feel great, 65, if I'm not, maybe I can hang on for a 67, you know, so that's kind of what I was thinking. That'd be kind of more like basically running 10 miles at marathon pace. So I felt like that would, that would be a good kind of place to be. So the 664 was a little bit faster than my half marathon pace. And I'm not really sure what my 10 K pace really is. So I felt I felt really good about it. And, uh, it was just such a fun race. There was lots of like distractions in a positive way. Uh, and cause there was lots of other people to run with. There was the beautiful scenery of being in DC and then the cherry blossoms in bloom. And then, uh, I was really focusing on kind of the mental toughness at the end of the race, um, kind of building off of, uh, the experience at LA running with Flores and coach Jimmy. So like, so there, I felt like I did a lot of, a lot of, I feel really proud about the race. I felt really good about it. Yeah. Dominic Smirnowski is here, says, yo, what's going on? Glad to make it to a live stream. And Tony Macias is here, says, hey, everyone, happy Monday. Awesome. All right, I'm going to um, scroll down a little bit. Someone else has something about 10, oh, okay. Uh, Ron Tommy says, congrats on the fine 10-miler. What's going on from Florida? When the Boston Marathon is almost on the 10-day weather forecast, it becomes real. Yeah, I started seeing people today um, talking about, is it too soon to, to look at the weather? So far. Weather looks nice. Weather looks really nice. All right. Um, I'm going to start getting to this stuff because the water boiled and now it's, you know, staying warm, but I got to make sure I, I try to get it. So I'm going to just put the water in all of these. I think all you do is you open it up, pour water to the fill line, and then let it sit. So I'm going to do that. I'm just do all of them at once. Oh, there's like a lot of distance in here. So let's see if you guys can see. So there's the food at the bottom, and then the fill line is further up. There's a lot of... There's a lot of room for expansion in this. Kind of different from the Huel. And this is the one with the noodles. There's a little nest of noodles sitting on top of all the other powder in there. And then here's the punch and potatoes. Oh, this is interesting. It's like powder on one side and then like the noodles were on the other. I don't know, that maybe that's how it settled. All right, let's get some boiling water in these and then let it sit. I don't know if I'm gonna have enough boiling water, guys. Because I had to put a lot in that one. All right. Number two. Well, the fill line's even higher on this one. 
Oh boy. It does specifically warn you that this is not suitable for microwave cooking. All right. I think I am just a little bit shy on this punchin potatoes as far as water goes. So I'll have to keep that in mind as I'm going through it. But now I've got them kind of covered. We'll wait five minutes and then we'll get into that. All right. Lucas H says, he got my shipment of fuel. I love getting calories from smoothies to the powder drink. So the powder drink is a perfect way to get 400 calories. Excited to try their mac and cheese hot meal too. That's by far the best one. It's tasty. And I've been kind of craving it. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to buy another packet of the fuel though, because I still have the other three flavors that I'm trying to just kind of get through. It's a nice snack, especially like coming in from a run. It's not quite lunchtime yet. I'll put, I'll like get some water on and, and eat a bowl real quick. Um, but I'm also like, you know, I can just make, like, I just need, I kind of like to eat like kind of like fondue style, a lot of foods and the mac and cheese kind of feels that way to me. But instead like, you know, I'm thinking I bought a butternut squash. I feel like if I just cook that in the instant pot till it's mushy, put in the blender with some cheese and maybe a little bit of liquid or maybe some milk even. Then I'll get like kind of like a cheesy like butternut squash stew almost. And then I can just put in whatever roast vegetables in that. And then it'll kind of give me like the same savoriness I'm thinking. I got to put that together. The butternut squash has been sitting in the kitchen for like a week. But yeah, the, the, the convenience is really nice. It's not the most environmentally friendly. At least like when you do these cups and stuff. But there's, you know, convenient foods are popular for a reason, I suppose. All right, Sean says, I got a PT appointment tomorrow for the pesky Achilles. Think they can fix me up in time for Marathon Monday? He's going to run regardless. So, spoken like a true runner. Uh, I'm going to run anyway. Hopefully, I'm healthy. <laughs> um, well, hopefully, they um, they can give you some help. I mean, you're if you got the appointment Monday, I mean, you're T-minus 14 days from then. So, um, hopefully, they can get you fixed up, Sean. All right. Um... Let's keep going. Oh, Andrew Hans here. He says, congrats on Cherry Blossom. He ran the Go St. Louis Half Marathon, a new PR at 127.21 with 600 feet of gain. Awesome. I can't reach the bell. Here we go. Good job, Andrew. That's amazing. Well, I think, in fairness, I think that was your first half marathon. So it was going to be a PR no matter what. But that's a solid PR, 127.21. And 600 feet over a half marathon that's a, that's, that's not shy. That's not a small amount, you know? So, uh, that's, that's pretty cool. Pat Hicks says it's almost hundred K on the main channel. Any big plans for a celebration? Um, I mean, right now my, my big plan was to try and run a 100 K and, um, that was going to be black Canyon. And then I was going to run Tokyo. So then I withdrew my name from the wait list at black Canyon and then now I don't know, like the 100K will probably happen in like a month and a half, I'm thinking. So I'm like, is there a hundred Ks that are somewhere in the next one to two months? And I'm like, well, for the next one to two months, I'm training for, I think I'm going to run grandma's. So I'm not sure what I'll do. Maybe after grandma's, I'll put a hundred K to, you know, that I can run. I'd like to do some sort of event. Um, not just run, not just running a hundred K, even though that would be momentous in itself. Cause I never run that far before, but I'd like to do something. I don't know. I I'm behind on plans. Cause like the main thing that I was going to do fell behind and now my calendar is getting full. And then like, it's not a great time of year to want to run, run 100 Ks, I think. 
So I got to figure it out. I got to, I got to, you know, I got to just buckle down and put some plan, put some pen to paper. Um, Adam says, how do you feel after cherry blossom? I feel great at breakfast afterwards. My legs were twitching. So I was like, Oh, I don't know about this. I'm not sure how I'm going to feel in the next couple of days. Um, but the race felt good. Like didn't feel like they were missing anything the entire time. So I just felt, I felt just really fresh as fresh as I probably ever will be for a 10 mile race. So I felt really good. And then, um, today legs feeling good. I went for a bike ride. The weather's nicer now. So I think my Mondays are probably going to be bike rides from for the next while, hopefully. So that felt really good out there too. So like I'm feeling part of me is like, Oh, I feel great today. Did I not run hard enough at cherry blossom? Maybe I could have run that harder. You know, so I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going back and forth, but like, I feel, I feel good. So I'm, I'm really happy about that. Um, Tracy Smith says, congrats on the race. Looked like a really fun weekend. Got me excited for actually doing meetups and runs for Chicago. Yeah. Uh, it was such a fun weekend. It was good to see Thomas and Megan. They were there. Um, and Ashley Mateo was there who I originally met at Falmouth. And then we've been bumping into each other kind of like all over the place. I saw her at CIM. I've seen her at a bunch of other places. I saw her in New York, uh, at the New York marathon. So like, it's been, it's been fun to kind of like connect with people from all the kind of like different like aspects of my life, you know, and then you just kind of keep like bumping into people and kind of reuniting. And it's just really nice to, to see people. Um, and yeah, I'm definitely excited for like meetups and stuff and, um, and uh, going to more cities and doing more meetups and getting to put on events like this. So, and I, I like, I was with Thomas and Megan at brunch after um, we got some brunch after the race yesterday and they were talking about some big plans that they have. And that got me thinking more about big plans that I want to do for like Chicago this year. I mean, we, we've, you and I, all of us here, we've been talking about stuff for Chicago, maybe a pizza party or something like that. I think like a pizza party with some really bubbly bubble water, maybe some, uh, maybe some juice, something like that. Just make it feel like it's a fifth grade party. Um, I think would be really fun. I'll probably make sure that there's beer and stuff too, for those of you who are coming in to just enjoy the weekend and not necessarily running. And some people like to have a beer before a race. So not like, not like before, but the weekend of, so, um, you know, I got me, it got me thinking about like things that, that we can do and like, what would be like really just fun to, to be able to put on. Um, yeah, Brendan says, congrats on the fantastic race. Absolutely crushed it. I felt good. I felt really good. That's a, probably the best I've felt throughout a race, you know? I mean, LA was a good race too, but like, oh, I had to really dig for that one. And I felt terrible at the end, you know? Um, uh, CIM also was a pretty good race, but like there was that one stretch where it just felt so miserable and you kind of get that like race despair, like, oh, it's not going to happen, you know? This one I just felt good the whole time. I probably because I went out more conservative than I than I should have to like my level of fitness. But I just didn't know being like two weeks out from a marathon and not really having raced a ten mile in a while and not having done any sort of speed work in the last two weeks. I did strides one day. That's about it, you know. So I was just like, I don't know what to expect for today. So you know, I went a little bit conservative, but I just felt really good, and it was it was nice to have like a good a race where you feel good. <laughs> Carl <laughs> Sangalang says, 
Congrats on the cherry blossom. Tom Myler still bragging to my 11-year-old son that I got a selfie with my favorite YouTuber. Well, it was good, good to see you uh, both at the race and at the shakeout run. So very, very happy that you were able to, to rub it in your, the, your son's face like that. <laughs> oh, man. That's funny. All right. Let me scroll down a little bit. Um, this is a great question because I don't really know the answer to this one yet. And I got to figure it out because someone was asking me this um over the weekend how do people who are flying into minneapolis get to grandma's rent a car duluth is not exactly a flight hub i think a lot of people drive so like i remember the last time i was in minneapolis i think we drove me and my running buddy went um to visit another one of our friends who moved up there and then uh i think we drove that day and it was a long drive a very long drive but like if you're gonna drive and if you're going to fly and then drive a little bit more from Chicago, I don't know. But, like, I know a lot of Chicago people have run it. So, like, as I get closer, I guess I need to do that now. Like, if, you've, if, you, if you're in Chicago and you run the race or you know someone who's done the race, let me know in the chat. What, have, what has everyone else been doing? How did they get there? Mm. Reese says, hope everyone had some good races and runs yesterday. I know. And then there was a lot of races. There was the Paris Marathon. There was a Go St. Louis half marathon and marathon this weekend. There was uh, the Sacktown 10-miler, a sibling race to the Cherry Blossom 10-miler. Same title sponsor, Credit Union. And uh, that Sacktown 10-miler was the USATF Masters 10-mile championship, um, by the way. And uh, so there was that race. And then there was the, there was a, t I think there was a road 10K last weekend as well. A lot of racing. A lot of racing. So, guys, let me know how you guys did. And Eric said, good job, Cohen. DC, look great out there, even if it looked like you were <laughs> working hard. Yeah, I mean, I, I was working. I was working. I definitely, I didn't, I didn't like, you know, phone it in. I, I was working. So, yeah. But I, I did have such a fun time. Scott says about grandmas, there's a small selection of direct flights from here to Duluth. The airport is close to everything and do the proper. So I was planning on just catching an Uber from the airport. Okay, well, maybe I'll do that. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe I'll just do that to, so I could keep it simple. Um, it'll be, I think that's like the week that might be like, the, it's either the weekend or the weekend before Chicago, like CPS school is done for the year. So, um, I'm not sure if I'll be able to take the car. That's the thing. Um, Andrew says that there was a Springfield, Illinois race too. Yeah. Taggart ran in that one, I think. Um, Tiger Van Etten, I think he had a PR that day. He came away with some sort of hardware. I don't know if he podiumed the race or what. I have to look into that a little bit more. Um, but yeah, there was a lot of, there was a lot of races. And I think there was an, there were, I think there were, I saw at least one Abraham Lincoln on that Springfield, Illinois, um, race, which if you guys don't know, Springfield, Illinois, um, is uh, where like the Lincoln library is and stuff like that. Everything, uh, Abraham Lincoln practiced law in Springfield. He lived in Springfield, Illinois for a long time. Um, even though he was born a Kentuckian, but, uh, when I've been to Springfield before, like everything there is like Abraham Lincoln themed, uh, which makes a lot of sense. I visited the Abraham Lincoln house where he lived. Um, and all that stuff. So I've done all the touristy stuff. Not maybe not all, but I've done a lot of the touristy stuff there. And so when I'm looking at the photos of that Springfield half marathon, um, there was at least one Abraham Lincoln on the course. Like tall dude, beard, top like stovepipe hat, you know, like wearing the black long coattails. 
Um, and I, and I, I bet you there was more than one. That's, that's my theory. If anyone ran that Springfield half marathon and you can tell me for sure one, whether or not there was more than one, let me know. Cause I bet you there was more than one. <laughs> uh, Angel says, Yoko, I did grandma's and rented a car, uh, to dro- and drove to Duluth. So you rented a car from Minneapolis or you just rented from here? Hmm. Yeah. I think either one's probably, I mean, renting a car from here is probably the best idea because then you're not putting the miles in your own car. And I feel like by the time you flew, got to the airport, flew to Minneapolis, got the rental car, drove there, you know, like, is that going to be that different? Probably. I think that's probably just far enough to make a bit of a difference. And Rain Runner says, hi, all. Uh, Megan Murray from Believe in the Run is so fast. Yeah, she is. So, like, I got there and I was like, I wonder, Megan's, I, like, I know Megan's got um, the Boston Marathon in two weeks. So I'm like, I wonder if she's going to run this race at 10-mile race pace or if she's going to run it at just like 10 miles at marathon effort just to get in kind of like a a little mini workout or not a mini, but a small workout as she heads into the taper. I don't know what her taper's like. So I'm thinking like, well, if she's running her marathon pace, I might be able to keep up with her. So I wait till she gets into town. And then I saw, I talked to her like Saturday morning, the day before the race. And I'm like, how fast are you going to run tomorrow? And she's like, because I'm like, I'm thinking I might try to just, I don't think I can keep up with you the entire time but i might try to run with you for a little bit and see when the wheels fall off she's like oh i'm gonna run six minute miles i'm like ah, oh, i don't i don't think i can when i do threshold mile repeats i do them at like 6 15 so i don't i don't think i can run an hour at six minute miles i guess like that would be a 5k pr it would be a 5k pr a 10k pr and a 15k pr if i held any of those so i was like i i just don't know and she she was like you should totally do it what if she was really encouraging me to run with her? She's like, what if you, what if you're that fit? You probably are. And so I was like, oh, maybe I am. She had me convinced from it. And then I was like, no, 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 I don't think I could do that. She's just too fast. She's incredibly fast. <laughs> uh, Brandon said he ran the St. Louis 10 K this weekend. Went to plan for how I've been able to run and just getting back into it under one hour. Awesome. Great job, Brandon. Where's that bell? Let's get a bell for that one. Good job. Uh, Dominic Smirnowski says there was a Barcelona half marathon last weekend, as well as the ultra trail Sierra Nevada, too many races to follow. Yeah. And you know what else I've been seeing? What was that? There's a rate. There was like a hundred K race gorge, something race. It was just waterfalls. Like all the footage that I've seen from the race is just people like running by waterfalls, under waterfalls, next to waterfalls. Like it's just been, it was just amazing footage. And I'm like, that race is probably very muddy and I don't know if I want to run it but it looks like a fun race. It looks like a fun race to watch anyway. <laughs> All right. Um, let's get to the first one. And we've got, we've got, so two of them are not spicy and one is spicy. So maybe I'll start with, I'm going to start with the punch and potatoes. That's the one that I didn't put enough water in. So we'll start off with that one and see how we do. Um, all right. Got some spoon over here somewhere. We got to get to some of this food. I definitely feel like um, it might be a little bit like not like soft enough. Like the noodles might be a little bit on the crunchy side. Um, smells nice and fragrant. I am even though this says it's oh this is the medium this is medium so medium spicy because like I just smell some chilies in here some chili powder. It smells nice. And let's see how it tastes. Like texture wise, it doesn't look like kind of like as like creamy as the photo looks but 
smells good. Got some beans in here. It smells like ramen. The noodles are a little crunchy. But that's my fault because I didn't have enough boiling water. But the taste is good and there is a little bit of kick to it. Punchy chili sauce. It just kind of tastes like if I put noodles, beans, and like a little bit of tomato sauce, and then uh, a spicy ramen packet in it. That's kind of what it tastes like. There's some veggies in here too. Got some corn, got some peppers. But you know what? I think putting beans and noodles, a little bit of tomato sauce, and then a ramen noodle sauce packet sounds like a fantastic idea. I think maybe that's going to be next week's bukbang. <laughs> this is good. I really wish I had enough water for it so it tasted, it had the right texture to it. But this is tasty. I like this one. That's good. Um, I kind of wish that it was cheesy. I know it doesn't it doesn't have like cheese in it, but I want it like to be creamier. Less chili and more like chili mac kind of. But I guess the other one that I'm having is more of the chili mac. But this could use just I mean I guess I could just add my own cheese to it. But that's really what it needs. All right. Um, <laughs> Mark Ingham said, ooh, legit mukbang today. I ordered delivery ramen for lunch. There you go. I feel like all these are going to kind of remind me of ramen noodles for some reason. I don't know. Um, Steven C. 1984 says, in my experience, it's always other people who believe you can run faster than your PBs. <laughs> yeah. I think, I mean, I think my, my, my level of fitness is probably not much, but a little bit faster than I actually ran, but I felt like it was a good race. I ran it pretty conservatively. Um, you know, in the beginning, like I felt like I was getting very much caught up in everyone else's paces. Everyone went out very fast or very hard, it seemed. And then by 5k, a lot of people came back to me. So I was like, okay, I'm glad that I chilled out a little bit for the first 5k. But then I think that like, from 10k to 15k i did pick it up that was my fastest 5k but or maybe it's the second 5k where maybe i should have picked it up a little bit more i'm not sure i negative split the race um and in fact each 5k was progressively faster so i felt i mean that to me indicates i probably had a little bit more to give had i given a little bit more in the first 5k Frank said, how did mile nine feel? It seemed like you had left some left in the tank. So we got to the 15. So I would say the hardest mile was mile eight. Because at mile eight, I was starting to feel tired, but I was like, oh, there's still two miles left. By mile nine, I was like, oh, one mile to go. You know, basically a little bit more than six minutes of work. You know, so I'm like, I could do this. It's one more rep because I'm, I'm used to my threshold reps, my mile repeats. That's the effort. So I'm like, I know how that like kind of is supposed to hurt. So I just like make it like that. I could do one more. I can always do one more. But the mile eight was tough. And I felt like there, that's when I was running with Ryan and um, who I, I, I just found him on the course. Like at that point, I didn't even, I don't, I think he may have come to the shakeout run, but I, we didn't get a chance to meet 
So I knew he was a familiar face. I saw he had the Faster Bastards shirt on. So he seemed to be running about the pace that I wanted to. But then, like, I was like, come on, we're going to go. Let's do this together. And then right around then, he started to fade a little bit. And I was like, oh, should I be fading a little bit? Um, or am I pushing too hard? Am I pushing too soon? But I was like, either, like, running at that current speed didn't feel right. Either I need to slow down or speed up. And I was like, I don't know which one to do. I'll just speed up. So that was um so that was a little bit uh tougher that was the hardest one but um i think that it's not that like i had more to give at any given moment but i think that like i need more experience running 10 mile races so i think i can ease into that first 5k a little bit a little bit faster and not hold quite so much back so that's kind of where it is um nataku says where did i pick this up target or walgreens i picked it up at mariano's so, Nataku, I think you're in the suburbs. You, may, you should be able to find it at Mariano's. I don't know if they carry it at Jewel. I haven't looked for it there. But, like, it's got a nice big section of uh, real estate at the Mariano's that I go to. So, I've been seeing it. Like, I go grocery shopping a couple of times a week. I've been seeing it all the time. So, I'm like, I got to get this one time. The crunchiness of these noodles is not great. But, again, that's my fault. I just need some cheese in that, I think. Oh, Frank says, in the beginning of the race, scooching between the fence and that cop car with the selfie stick looks scary. It was. People were freaked out. People were like, why is this car still on the course? Um, and they couldn't figure it out. And they were like, there was a lot of people scooching over to the right towards the main part of the road. And I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ram into somebody if I do that. Because um, people were just flying by me. So I was like, oh, I'm going to try to go run up on this grass in between the grass and this, like, um, snow fencing. So it ended up being okay. It ended up being okay. Steve Arnberg said that the Saturday food intake was impressive. I feel like that's – I feel like I ate a good <laughs> – that's how much I should be eating, I feel like. Um, I didn't eat breakfast, though. I mean, I had a snack, but I didn't eat real breakfast. So I, I still ate, like, three meals that day. They were just all from, like, noon to eight, <laughs> you know? So, yeah. Um, all right. Oh, Eric says about that waterfall race. It's the Gorges 150K. Pretty awesome. Good coverage from Free Trail in the Columbia River Valley. It would be awesome to do that one, either one. I, I mean, it's got me intrigued. Like, that's one that I definitely want to check out because I feel like I've seen those waterfalls before, like, on Instagram. I didn't know there was a race that went through there. So I'm like, yeah, let's put that one on the list. Let's figure that one out. Maybe we could do it sometime. Yeah. Mm, Nataku says, the Soldier Field 10 mile is 528, so not too far away. You know, you've done that one in the past. I Yeah, and I do really love that race. Um, I just don't know that I'm going to be able to fit it in the calendar because I'm going to try to get ready for grandmas. So like having a 10 mile race there... I mean, maybe it'd be like, well, I'll run there for my warm-up. That'll be like three, four miles. Um, probably more like five miles. Do a 10-mile race and then cool down five miles home? That wouldn't be a bad idea. I'll have to see if we're here that weekend. I don't know. My next two months, between now and Grandma's, travel is going to be pretty crazy. So I, I just don't know what my – I don't even know what my calendar is. I got to get that figured out. I got to, like – coordinate with some people about that so um 
<laughs> Andrew says, there was a Dodge Charger with an engine that was about to break down on the course at least twice at the Go St. Louis uh, half marathon while we were on Del Mar in Central West End. It was very annoying. That sounds about right. I mean, yeah. It was So it was an old one? An old one? I imagine. Or is it a new one? I guess it could have been a new one. But I remember when I lived in St. Louis, especially that area, that part in Del Mar, kind of in between Central West End and U City, that area you would see a lot of old, very, very old cars with uh, very new shiny paint jobs and oversized rims. A lot of those right in that area. Sometimes they would run well, sometimes they would not, but they all looked nice. You know? <laughs> but it was, an, it was an interesting interesting time to be in St. Louis. And that's where most of the cars got stolen in, in St. Louis from kind of that area. I lived in that area. All right, I'm going to go with the noodles next. Try the next one. These are late-night rice noodles. It says fragrant basil, soy, and smoky barbecue broth flavors. This has a lot of liquid in it. And the rice noodles have definitely absorbed water nicely. I feel like everything looks nice. What's weird is from this distance away, from like six inches away, it kind of smells like hot dogs. And then close up, it smells like um, just like maybe like a just like a Thai soup. I don't know what kind of flavor is it. I mean, there's basil in it. I want to like my mind says there's the lemongrass in here, but I'm not sure. But the broth seems pretty like light in terms of not very heavy flavored. The rice noodles are almost kind of mushy though, so you're not. I'm, I've got a fork. They're not the best way to eat them. tasty but the noodles are very like broken up and small probably better to eat this with a spoon by the way i've been saying that this stuff is plant-based but there is a thing on the side and you know i've been talking about these things need to have cheese and stuff but um it says that it is where is that little pictogram thing where'd it go oh, it's right here it says Suitable for vegans. So, just in case you guys were wondering, I got a soup now. It makes it a little bit easier to get the noodles and the broth. This is pretty tasty. I think I would not really want this late night. I think I'd rather have this the morning after a late night. I think this would be really kind of refreshing. Everything about it's very mild, though. So, like, if you're thinking you want like a little bit of a spicy punch, this isn't it. Very mild. Borderline boring, but it is vegan, and it is quick, and it's pretty tasty. Mm. Nataku says, I know I've asked this before, but the new Bank of America 13.1 is two months away. There's no course map, metal, or practically any info. Do you think that's odd? I do think that's odd. That sounds weird. I haven't looked at that one yet. I don't know if I'm going to be able to fit that one on my calendar. Um, yeah. People have been asking me about that race. I don't know. I'll, I'll look into that a little bit today. See what I can find. I mean, it's not that I have any information. I don't have any contacts. Contacts. So I can't say, like, oh, let me email somebody. But let me look into that, too, just to see what I can find to see how weird it really is. I don't know. Adam Fear says, I don't want to. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm not really a late-night person anymore, you know. But if I... 
if I were out on a late night, I definitely want there to be noodles at the end of it. Yeah, <laughs> I need some sort of food before I go to bed, I think. I just got some water in here for palate cleanser today. All right, Ennis is here, just in, just in from a rainy 5K with Pip. Welcome, good to see you. Hope you had a good weekend. All right, let's get to the last flavor. I think this is going to be the best one. And it's spicy, smoky, dreamy mac. And I hope it's like kind of cheesy or creamy. You know, that's what I'm hoping for with this. All right, it smells like, like macaroni and cheese. Um, it's very, like there's just a lot of liquid in here right now. I gotta stir it up a little bit better, I guess. You know, I probably should have given these a bit of a better stir before I covered them up. That's again my fault. But smell is really nice, but it doesn't look very creamy at all. I might need to give this a stir and let it sit a little bit longer because it doesn't look great, but I, do, I just want to eat it. I'm hungry. Aaron Shimon says about late nights, he says, I fall asleep randomly any time after 7.30. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I can relate to that. I don't know about any time after 7.30. depends on the day. But I think um, if I'm sitting on the couch and I'm not, like, working – you know, like you know, like editing video, if I'm not on my phone, like doing social media stuff or like, you know, looking up information for races, trying to plan stuff. If I'm just like sitting, I'll probably fall asleep. So <laughs> Zitone Cold says, or Stone Cold says, how proficient are you in Korean? I'm not proficient in Korean at all. Um, I mean, I think that I have a very rudimentary Konglish that I can kind of get by a little bit in conversations with my parents. But I'm to the point where, like, I don't pretend to order food in Korean at restaurants anymore or say hi to people in Korean at the Korean grocery store anymore. And they don't pretend with me, you know. So, like, when they're, you know, when I, you get to the restaurant and they ask you how many people are there, you know, in your group, I just put up the number two or three or four. You know, like, if I say it, they'll just be like, okay, there's, so there's four of you today, you know. <laughs> so it's the, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I kind of, st I, I feel like I look like I don't speak that much Korean anymore. So, yeah, not not fluent at all. All right, Dad Runner Al says, I'm doing the 4x4x48 challenge next week. Any tips? Ooh, I would say, I mean, I've never done that before, but I think that some people here have done it before, so I will definitely defer to them. But I would probably say, like, you know, it's a 48 hours, so don't get too excited in the beginning. That's how I would approach it. Um, yeah, because it's just going to get tougher and tougher as the day goes. All right. It's starting to thicken up a little bit now that I've let it stir. I'm going to go after it. Smells great. Smells like macaroni and cheese. These flavors are good. I like this a lot. Dreamy smooth sauce with jalapenos, red pepper, and spring onions. I, I taste kind of like the jalapeno-ish ish flavor. It doesn't taste like there's jalapenos in it. But this also now has me thinking, next time I make macaroni and cheese, should I put jalapenos in it? That had never occurred to me. But maybe I will. But this is good. I think maybe next time I'll put less water in it. But yeah, this is the flavor to get. Kind of like how I feel about the Huel. My favorite one is the mac and cheese. This one, the spicy, smoky, dreamy mac. That's the best one. I like it. 
Mm. Ben Young says, I read a book and fall asleep. Then the dog makes me up three times before the wake-up alarm. Really? Like, throughout the night? It's like having a baby. I talked to someone over the weekend that has a four-month-old, and I was like, oh, man. It must be great when you travel, because then you could sleep through the night. Because <laughs> I just remember that. And we talked about, like, how it was great when the babies could be swaddled, and then when they were big enough to not be swaddled, then they didn't sleep as good. And so it was kind of like they started sleeping better, 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 and then they could figure out how to unswaddle themselves, and then your sleep went bad again, and then it got better, 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 better. And then, yeah. That, I mean, I guess that's par parenting in a nutshell. Things get better and better and better, or easier. And e things are always – parenting is great. I love it. But things get easier until the next development happens and then it's harder again because everyone's adjusting mm. Aaron Shimon says do you have any Korean food recommendations for New York City um, the place that my parents always take me to is uh, I think it depends on where they pick me up but if they pick me up from either JFK or LaGuardia we usually go to this place in Queens I don't remember the name of it. I'll have to ask them about it because, but I remember it's got a tiny little parking lot and there's a giant like water feature outside, not a fountain, but it's kind of like an Asian version of like what's at Bass Pro Shops. There's just like water and like koi pond kind of thing. I forget what it's called, but it's a giant restaurant. They have lots of punch on and the food's always really good and it's always full. So that's how you know it's a good place. Um, and then like, I don't know where else we go. It seems like we always go to the same couple of places, but I never remember what the names are in New York, in the city. So in like in Manhattan, like there's the Koreatown area. It's like the 30s in terms of the street numbers. There's lots of great places to eat kind of down in that area. But I never get to pick, so I never look up the names. I'm just told where to go. So like I don't, you know what I mean? It's like I don't, I don't, I don't really know the names of the places. I know a couple more places in New Jersey, but I'm guessing you probably don't want to go to New Jersey for the Korean food. Because it's not going to be like that. It's better than what's in New York. It's just what I'm, what I eat more often. Maybe someone here knows what that place in Queens is called. I don't know. We'll see. I'll I'll ask my dad again. I'll ask my dad, and then I'll fo I'll follow up. Mm. All right. Um. Yeah. Let's. I got it. I want to eat more of this food. This is good. It's getting creamier as it's like as I'm stirring it and eating it. I just wish it was a little bit thicker. But the flavor is nice. It's kind of cheesy even though it's vegan. I don't know how they do that. Yeah, it's suitable for vegan. So this one is I just want to make sure that this is still vegan. But it's a real good flavor. I like this. I could have this like sauce on a lot of things, I think, and enjoy it. Hmm. It's good. Really good. Rainmer says there's always good spots in Koreatown in Manhattan on West 32nd. Yeah. Like, that's kind of like, it seems like that's where we always are if we're eating in, in New York. And then we've been, I mean, I've been eating in that area for as long as I can remember. And even before that, like, they really called it Koreatown. There was always, like, a lot of Korean restaurants in the area, and we would go there. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, Eric says he's got to go because he's got office hours for students. Cheers, all. See you soon, I hope. Yeah. Hopefully see you soon, Eric. Um, yeah. I think it would be funny to see all you guys. Not funny, but, like, it would be so amazing to see you guys in, like, your regular work environments. Because <laughs> I know you guys from here, you know. And I know that you all have, like, regular jobs. Like, I used to have a regular job. And so I just think it'd be fascinating to see you guys in your, your normal environments. Um, Stone Cold says, You wore the shocking orange Metaspeed Sky for the LA Marathon and the Cherry Blossom 10 Mile. Is the OG Metaspeed a training shoe now, or will you be rotating racers? Now, because I have a new one, I'll probably race in the new one and then do workouts in the old one. Because that old one is at 115 miles. So still plenty plenty of race life left in it. But I wouldn't... I'd be comfortable doing, like, another marathon in them. But, like, not, I mean, probably once I got to, like, 150, 175, I'd start thinking, nah, maybe, maybe good for, um, maybe good for workouts now. Um, just because, like, you're talking about a race shoe, and not that it's still not great for racing, but there's a noticeable difference. So, and they're not meant to last forever. They're meant to last for races, you know. So, I think that's how I'll use them. But I don't think that everyone has to use them that way. Is kind of what I'm saying. But yeah. Says in terms of me seeing you guys at your regular work, Dad Bodrunner says I'm sitting in sweats in my home office, ignoring work, so not much to see. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> oh man. Um. Uh, Alex Achilles says, speaking of cream food, I'll have to detox from plain plate of pasta and start finding a pre-training Korean alternative for 50 days in Korea. A couple months of time. Oh, there we go. Um, instead of a plain plate, yeah, if you're not going to have plain plate of pasta, which you will be able to get in Korea if you wanted to, for sure. Um, I guess it depends on where you would be, really, but I'm sure you'd be able to find that. But, I mean, rice is pretty good over there. So, um, yeah. I mean, a pretty common, like, rice. I would say, like, like a run. if I were, if I had to eat, I mean, I don't know. My Korean kind of palate is not super, like, uh, uh, sophisticated anymore because I just don't eat Korean food, like, regularly, I guess. But I would say if I were running and trying to find foods that, like, would fit really well and I could only eat Korean food and not even eat, like, like bars or granola bars and stuff like that for breakfast or before a run, I would probably just have like, you know, some rice with an egg, maybe some kim, like the Korean uh, dried seaweed um, for breakfast or um, rice and like miyokuk, which is like a seaweed soup. Very, very light broth, seaweed in there. Um, it's really nice. Usually there's pork in it. So like if you're vegetarian, not a great option, but um, not. it's not like it's full of pork, but there's like little like little bits of pork in there for seasoning not all the time but sometimes so just watch out for that if you're vegetarian but that's a really nice mild broth savory probably has some good amount of salt in there for you balance with some rice for um for some carbs and then there's also like a lot of rice that's um cooked with beans in it um and then there's also like barley that people cook to eat with sometimes with beans in it so that's another way you could go so that's how it, that's what i would kind of start thinking of mm 
Dominic Smirnowski says, does anyone have any have a recommendation for alternating movies, documentaries? Been so much binged so much Billy Yang lately. Well, I mean, there's also Ginger Runner for sure. He's done a lot of, of videos. Um, and those would be like the two main that I would look at. I know that um, Dylan Bowman's been putting out a lot of stuff. I don't know if I don't now that I think about it. I don't know if he's been putting it out under his own channel or under his own name. And he's been like the subject of the videos, or if he's been the subject of the video because he did like an FKT a little while ago, um, and also editing and producing them himself. So I'm not sure, but like that. I mean, I, I know that they're working on creating a lot more trail content too. Um, Avaripa Running and like Jamil Curry don't do quite as much like documentaries all the time, but they make a lot of really great trail and ultra content. So that's kind of like a little bit different, I think, than what you're asking about. But if you're just looking to scratch the itch, that's a great one. Um, another source to look at. All right. Oh, yeah. And Dad Runner says Ryan Clayton as well. Yeah, I would, you know, I think that Ryan has ambitions to start making more, like, movies, movies, rather than, like, I mean, yeah, he does issue review videos as well, and he makes a lot of content about his own training and races. But I do think he has ambitions to make movies about other running stories that are not just, like, his, not, like, runner carrying a selfie stick kind of videos. And so... I'm pretty excited about that because he has a really strong sense of his own aesthetic that I really like. And uh, I look forward to that. Aaron says he made a 200 mile series that's on Amazon Prime. I didn't see that. How did I not know about that? Mm. And Aaron says that the Dylan's content is produced by Ryan Thower. And it's on the free trail channel. Okay. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah. Cool. Mm, very cool. It's good to see that there's other content out there. And lots of, I mean, more like voices, more perspective, more stories. I think it's pretty cool. Um, Adam Fierce has a Metaspeed Edge report. He had the second run at the Sacktown 10 mile. The shoes are good. Calves almost sees after the finish. I think one needs to run in super shoes a while to let's try to adapt and really take advantage of the foam and the carbon. Now, um, Thomas, I believe in the run, also ran in the Metaspeed Edge for a 10-mile race this weekend. He said he really liked it. He thinks he might like it even more than um, the Metaspeed Sky, which I'm like, I'm not sure I believe that because I really like the Metaspeed Sky. Um, but he really liked it. He really liked it, especially in turns. And there was a couple of, there was one like hairpin turn and then another kind of like roundabout turn that was in the race. Um, and then a couple of other just turns, but nothing quite as sharp as those. But there was like, those were like the two main turns that I really remember. And for both of those, oh no, there was two hairpin turns. Both those hairpin turns. I know that in the Metaspeed Sky, that tends to, that it really hurts my feet to take a sharp turn. Like the things, the way that my feet tend to hurt when I'm doing a lot of training, it is absolutely exacerbated by taking sharp turns in shoes like the Metaspeed Sky or other tall stack height carbon plated shoes. Just something about it 
like the carbon plate and also kind of like that lateral force just really is painful. Um, and so I was like, oh, the Metaspeed Edge didn't hurt in the turns. He said it was really nice in the turns. So I was like, okay, maybe I'll try that one. But I'm probably not going to try it. I don't know. Let's see. Uh, let's keep scrolling down. All right. I'm at Perry has a question. Um, hey, Co. If ASICs would like to have you as their non elite runner with a salary, as a YouTube creator, what would you choose? Everything or only ASICs? Well, if that were to happen, it would have to be something where I could still review other things. Because otherwise, it's like, I mean, then it'd have to be a huge salary. Because I'd basically be giving up the channel essentially to do that, or at least what the channel is. It might be meaning like closing one door and opening another. Um, but uh, I would want to still be able to review lots of other shoes, lots of other apparel, and uh, go to non-ASICS events too. So, yeah. Mm. Let's see. Uh, we got Reese Dawson said, what's a good intro super shoe? I mean, I think a good intro super shoe would be like, I think a good intro super shoe is a good super shoe. So I think like next percent alpha fly meta speed sky. Those are like my three favorite in alternating order, depending on the distance, but like those I think are the best. And I, those I think are the ones that most people should, if it's your first one, that's where you should start. Um, and then if those don't suit you, then I feel like people should kind of look at the other ones too. Um, or if there's something that like is, particular that you know is not gonna work for you then like maybe go to some of the other ones because i think the other ones are not as kind of like different as your regular like speed day shoes for example but then they're not as different as your regular speed day shoes so just running your regular speed day shoes maybe you know so the other ones that i do like though that maybe are not as kind of like um different in terms of what a person might be used to would be like the RC Elite from New Balance. I really like the Carbon X3 for, uh, and it's and that's I think it's pretty different from the it's very it's very familiar but it's still different than the Carbon X2 so I probably would wait for the Carbon X3 if you can wait. I don't think that's coming out till June though. Um, and then what other I mean the Adios Pro is also really good too. So I mean that's probably I put that more in the next percent meta speed sky category um just because of the way it feels it's very strong you're getting a very strong super shoe sensation from that one too um but probably the rc elite 2 and the carbon x3 would be ones that i was like if you want something that's a little bit milder that'd be a good one um if you need something with a little bit more stability in it then like the hyperion elite 2 i don't know if the hyperion elite 3 i don't know when that one's coming out but i've been seeing it around I think it's pretty similar. So it's like, that'd be another one to look up to. Lou Klein said, I missed the beginning. Anywhere on those cool t-shirts from Cherry Blossom? I will check with um, my person at ASICS and see where those shirts are. I know he brought back several. I think there's maybe like 30 that are left. Maybe less than that. So like, I mean, he brought, I think he brought a hundred of them out there. 
So um, let me see where those shirts are and if we can give those away. So. Martha wants to know, Fuzi, did Thomas think the edge was only good for 10 miles or up to half marathon, possibly marathon worthy? You know, I didn't ask him that question. Um, so, you know, that's a good question. I think that I'll let him answer that one. I'm sure he's going to talk about it. It'll probably be in the next episode of the um, Believe in the Run podcast. So the drop. So I'll probably wait to see what he says there. And if he doesn't talk about it in that video, in the next podcast, like if the next one isn't about like a cherry blossom wrap, like recap, then I'll see if he like, I'll, I'll have him see what his plans are for content. He might be, I don't know if he's going to make a separate video about that shoe. Oh, Frank says though, yeah, the endorphin speed will be a great for anyone who wants to play the shoe, but not commit to a pure racer. That's, that's a really good choice. That is a really good choice, but it's not a carbon plate, but yeah, I think that is a, a really good choice. Ben Young said, this is related. I pulled the trigger on the Invincible for Nike this morning for a local marathon, my first, after rewatching your reviews code, they're on clearance. That's wild to me that like the Invincible's on clearance. I know the new one's coming out soon, maybe. Um, I think I've seen some images. I'm trying to think. Yeah, I thought I saw some. Oh yeah, the upper looks so weird. I would totally buy the first one again. And not, not the new one. Um, it looks super weird. And I think the midsole is the same. So, yeah. That shoe, I just ran in it recently. It's quirky, but I like it. I actually think it would be a pretty good marathon shoe. It's, it's not like a super shoe by any means, you know, but it's definitely something that can handle that much distance. Carlos says that the hairpins are distracting at the cherry blossom. Probably the only way to keep the course around the tidal basin. Yeah, I think I think that's really what it is. In order to get it to like the right distance and keep it within the smaller footprint. Like I can't imagine what it takes to get like the, those kinds of permits in Washington, DC. It's just gotta be it's gotta be so hard to put on a race in the Capitol. Mm-hmm. Dad Bonner says, when are you going to make the drive down for the Indy Mini? They put on a pretty awesome race that includes a lap around the motor speedway. Is that the one that's in May? There's um, there's a, a, a half marathon in the Indianapolis area in May, and it's going to be the USATF half marathon championships. All the pros are pissed off about it. Not because um, it's in Indianapolis, but because the USATF only announced it five weeks out from the race. And people are like, how are we supposed to plan for this? You know, like they're not going to get as good a field because people have already set up their calendars and they're not just going to drop into this race for fun, you know, and but now they don't get a chance to compete for that half marathon championship. Plus, I feel like didn't they just just have the half marathon championships? Am I wrong on that? I felt like didn't um, Connor Mance win the half marathon championships like in December or something? I don't know. Maybe I'm remembering things wrong. Guys, I like this Smoky Mac one. It's good. Again, though, I know it's, it would make it not vegan, but I just kind of want to put cheese in it. Just like the other Chili Mac one. Mm. 
All right, guys. Let's see. We'll do one more. Um. Yeah, Nataku says the uh, Indie Mini is 5.7. So that's the one. That's the one. Yeah. Mm, it's Mother's Day weekend that weekend. Um, so I'm not sure I can travel that weekend. I probably should stay home with my wife, you know. But um, it is very tempting. It's an easy drive, especially this time of year. Because in, in the winter, every time I drive to Indianapolis in the winter, there's always a giant accident that causes a huge delay. And you're just going to get stuck for hours. But this time of year, May, shouldn't be bad. So, hmm. Yeah. Andrew says, like, imagine if all the pros bail on the USATF half championship and a normie wins it. <laughs> That'd be great. That would be great. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe. We'll see what I can do. I got Again, I got to figure out my schedule. Like right now, every weekend we're doing something all the way until May 1st. So that'll be like the first like kind of free weekend. And then I know I'm trying to plan one more trip to go watch a race. I got to see if I can do that. Uh, to go watch a race in May. So I got to finalize details before I tell you guys about that. But yeah, so I got to figure I got to figure it out. I got to figure it out. Scott says, I'm taking my wife to a 10K on Mother's Day. Well, I think like if my wife wanted to run the indie mini, then that would be one thing. But I don't; she doesn't want to, so I'd just be like, uh, "Happy Mother's Day! I'm gonna go watch a race. I'm not running in it. I'm just gonna go watch it, and um, you stay home with the kids." That's not like a great. Yeah, I think I'd, I think I'd get in trouble for that one. <laughs> and runner roll says, "Oh well, don't get in trouble, Fuzzy. Yeah, I know I gotta stay out of trouble. I'm gonna be traveling a lot this year, so you gotta gotta take it easy a little bit." All right, um, that's going to be it for today. If you guys are interested in the Wicked Foods, get the Spicy Smoky Dreamy Mac. That's the best one. Maybe I'll try the bre the breakfast porridges next because that looks easy, uh, interesting too. So maybe we'll try that. But um, yeah, that's going to be it for today. Tomorrow's video, I'll do a more like formal race recap um, of the Cherry Blossom 10 Mile. And then we'll do Trivia Tuesday tomorrow. I got to figure out what game we're going to play. Um yeah, we got to do something fun, not just trivia. I'm going to think of something fun for tomorrow, but we'll do that tomorrow, 1 p.m. Central Time. Hopefully, I see you then. And in the meantime, be safe out there, everybody. Thanks.